That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. From the newsroom to the nursery, we're juggling a demanding career on live TV with the demands of motherhood. I'm Katie. And I'm Karen. They are anchor moms. Okay. <laughs> okay, hi. Hello, anchor moms fans. Uh, here we are. Coming to you today, recording. We just um, we just dropped our kids off at first school. First day of it's school. It's the first day of school. Literally, I mean, we dropped them off this morning, and then we drove to the station to do this. So, podcast. how did River do? Um, she did. She did great. Uh, she was Good. super excited this year to go to school. Um, which is, of course, like uh, 360 from what she was like last year. Yeah. She. I was saying that she had like a little bit of a lip quiver. No. In the hallway, you're not allowed to go into our classroom. Um, and like it, like maybe lasted like three minutes. And in my head, I was like starting to hit the panic button. Like, oh, how do you like? Because then you start yeah. thinking like, okay, how do we like? How do I extricate myself without right. Right. like Causing major drama, yeah. major tears? Yeah. Yes, yes. But all of a sudden, she just like looked at me and turned. I was like on my knees hugging her. She like looked at me, turned around, and walked into the classroom and like didn't even glance back. And I was like, like okay. Oh, ooh. Uh, All right. uh, and then I was like, should I like? And I was like, nope. I like leaving. got up I'm leaving. and grabbed my purse and like booked it down the hallway before yeah. she could change her mind. So, um, you know, this is pre-K for her. So next year will be kindergarten. And, you know, it's it's nice to go. The comfort level is there because, yeah. you know, River. She's been there before. Yeah. yeah. And it makes me, I'm already like, uh, God help me next year because I'm already stressed about. After this morning, I was like, shoot, kindergarten is going to be really yeah. tough. Well, yeah. so, you know, we have first and second this year, and when they were in both kindergarten and first was covid times, mm-hmm. and so I'd never been in the building on the first day of school. Yeah. This is the first year they let you in the building. Um, you were like, let me see was, what's happening in yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was so much harder. Yeah. It was so much harder. you're you not know, just dumping them on the bus. See you later. Right, right. Yeah. Last year was, like, masked bus, you know, um, and this year we, we went in, and um, – they only let you go in if you're a kindergarten or first grade mm-hmm. te- uh, parent. Mm-hmm. But because I had a first grader and a second grader, I kind of like snuck Ella right yeah. into her class as well. But um, it was good. They were really excited. Yeah. Um, and I was very, I just was very grateful of like, thank goodness I have kids who love school yeah. and are excited to go back. Um, but it is that, yeah, like I walked Henry into his room and, you know, he finds his little desk yeah. and there's a coloring sheet. And then I was like, because I'm going to go. Yeah. Have a good day, buddy. Yeah. You know, it's just, there's like, no, I don't think there's any way that you can't be emotional about dropping little ones off on their first I day. Know. I know. Um, it's like you are so reminded of the passage of time. Like, that's the other thing. Yeah. When I drive back to work, I was like, I can't believe River mm-hmm. is in, four, like, this is like four, like preschool. Like, legit, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you know. Like, it feels like this year matters more than last year, if that makes sense. You know, mm-hmm. like, oh, gosh, mm-hmm. like. Hope We're she almost learns there. all the things mm-hmm. that she needs to learn. You know, the other thing I was thinking about you, I feel like last year and even the year before, when you were putting your kids on the bus or when you dropped them off, you were like, 
dear God, baby Jesus, like, let this school stay open. Like, let nobody get COVID. Like, you were, like, just, like, there were so many other concerns. Mm -hmm. Like, you could barely think about the fact that you're dropping, oh, like, I'm dropping my babies out of school because you're, like, there's oh so much gosh. else. Yeah. There's like so many other like pandemic life and death yeah. concerns and mm-hmm. and also just like logistical concerns. Like mm-hmm. if they close the school down next week, if we're virtual right. next right. week, like what am I going to do, mm-hmm. you know? So and it was weird because the first kid I ever had start school was remote right. for almost the whole year. Right. So that was like such an odd way as a yeah. parent to have that like beginning of school right. happen, right? Um it was funny though cuz Ellery as soon as she woke up this morning said mom can you believe it in three years i'll be in middle school what i was like oh my gosh seriously girl like no stop stop, stop. were yeah. you like no i do not believe yeah it. i was like actually let's not talk about that yeah I was like, and I, I'm, like technically it's four years i was gonna say is right? that true i don't know i gotta do like i guess she was thinking Ellery's like probably better at math than me so yeah, she's yeah. probably right i guess yeah. she was thinking like you know this time three years from now whatever yes. anyway i was like oh my goodness i cannot even i cannot even go there is um, middle school sixth grade yeah mm-hmm mm-hmm oh that yeah. means we're like yeah. that much closer to like having preteens and like I know. and like I know. Like I don't it know. Ju- it really did Middle. make and then of course like somehow Gregory, I don't know why why would you be doing this like the night before school starts, but like somehow found this video on his phone of like baby Ellery like starting no. to like talk, you know, like when yeah. she could barely speak. Like trying to say words and I was like, Oh my gosh. I know. Um yeah. I mean, but I yeah. You but know, you're right. Like the good thing is you're right. Like the like all we have to worry about now is like school are you happy are you doing well are you learning what you're supposed to learn like at least all of the other stuff is feels like it's less of an issue right right which means like you're you can allow yourself to feel all the feels and Mm -hmm. it's like okay you know this is what it's supposed to be this is what it's supposed to be like yeah so although I will say as I'm like walking out of school I'm like Okay, so how many weeks do you think before we get COVID? Like, <sighs> let's let's like yeah. put the countdown on here before. <laughs> no, well, I will. I you know, um, last week we had meet the teacher, and as we were walking, we have been masking up. I think I said this to you after River had COVID for the second time, right? Um, back in July, just because I was like, oh my gosh, like I, we can't have. I, I don't want her to get COVID again, again. Just like the logistical nightmare of having COVID and like having to right. take off work, and. Uh, Brian, as we were walking out the door um, to meet the teacher, was like, "Wait, are we wearing masks?" And I was like, yeah, yeah. "No, like I don't, I don't like. It's I don't so wanna, hard. I don't yeah. want to." And honestly, I, I nobody at meet the teacher. I was actually this surprised me. There wasn't, mm-hmm. and nobody wore a mask. Where is anybody wearing a mask for they you were, guys? They were, yeah. There's definitely some yeah. kids and some teachers. Which I'm kind of like, honestly, I'm just at the point where like we can be good about like do what you want to do. Oh, a hundred percent. Like I'm just 100%. so glad that it's just yeah. in that phase now where it's like, like if you, you feel like you need to wear anything. one. Yeah, wear you one. don't even think. It. That's why I was surprised because I've seen a lot of people, even here in the newsroom, like some folks are wearing masks, some people aren't. Right. And it is, it's nice. It's kind of like I don't like you do you, and you never have any idea. The other thing is, is like you never know who's where at home or who, right or like what the people are like. Maybe they're do you in volunteer in a nursing home, or right? Something. Or like they're in, you know, you're like the rules now are like you right. like have COVID and then five days later you can come back and work. like you just don't. Maybe they were exposed. Like you have no idea yeah, yeah. what the speci- like the specific things happening in people's life mm-hmm. now are. So anyway, if you want to wear a mask, rock it. If you don't. And Amen. happy back to school to all the other mamas happy out there. Happy back to school. Yeah. I um, I think it's going to be a good year. I, it, it was nice because, like, the yeah. the school 
and the teachers, everybody, it just felt a little bit like this weight was lifted a little bit. Like everybody, one of the teachers said to me, like, everyone's smiling. Everyone's so happy. It's so nice to see everyone's faces. You know, and I just felt, I felt very, like, uplifted by kind of the state of returning to more I know, of a and I think a lot situation. of people feel that way. So, yeah. uh, yeah, let's keep it this way. Watch. Yeah, who okay. knows? <laughs> a couple podcasts from now, it might all be yeah, different, yeah, but that's we'll just see. how life is. Yeah, okay. Um, so this first article, I put my family on a screen talks for I a week. This. Here's I how like it, it went. Yep. Um, so as you can imagine, a screen talks is a screen detox. Um, so this family, there's a 10-year-old, an 8-year-old, and a 6-year-old. Um, during the school year, they don't have any screen time except on weekends. But the mom realized that in the summer, they're, like, basically always on their iPads, right? right? So she was like, I'm going to try this. And she kind of went through different phases where she was like, I'm going to not go cold turkey all of a sudden. I'm going to, like, dial it back mm-hmm. and see how that goes. Mm-hmm. And um, she ended up – at first, she did no iPads till 3 p.m. And then she ended up just kind of taking them away. Yeah. Here's the really big kicker, I think, in yeah. this for me, is that she and her husband also made a huge effort to put their phones away. Yes. That was the most interesting part. Yeah. So yeah. I think it was less to me about, okay, the, you're limiting this kid's time um, with screens, but the parents as well. And she said everyone was more present. There was a lot more activities. And she realized a couple of things that she learned – uh, that there was very little protest. You know, I think it's one of those things, there have been things like this in my life as a parent that I think the kids are going to, like, Freak totally be not, not okay with it. And then they're like, oh, okay, yeah, okay. That's yeah. what you say. Like, we'll do it, yeah. you know. Um, so I think, I guess, the message there is that if you do feel like there's something you should do to improve your family life, try it, yeah. right? Like, you may not be as bad as you think. Um, and the other thing she said was that it was a lot, it was very liberating for her. Um, as a mom, as a person, to, like, detach from her phone. Right. Um, so I liked this. She, You know, I could definitely feel with the fact that she said the, the worst part was that when the kids wake up at 6 a.m. now, like, they can't just she, get on her iPad. Right, they had, that's she what had to, like, normally, entertain them. Right, right. That she writes about that when her kids would get up at – she said two of her kids get up with the sun. Yeah. Um, and that she so, – you know, so that she and her husband didn't have to, to get up, she would allow them to have screen time. And she said that's, like, the one downfall in all of this is, like, she, they, now she, like, has to entertain them at, like, 6 a.m., which I'm, right, like, Right, which not okay does with. sound awful. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think there's a lot of sense in this. And I think, obviously, everybody's – I think everyone, right, not just me, has, like, relaxed the screen time rules a little bit over yeah. COVID. And as, and as I get older, I think, right, too um, – but I think it's good to remember that you can take things like this away and it's not going to be as earth shattering as you might think. Yeah. Uh, my biggest problem is, is like if I take, sometimes I'm trying to think of like punishments for River, I put that in right. quotation marks, and I'll be like, no ice cream for a week, no. And then I think, I, um, I'm always on the verge of being like, no mm-hmm. iPad. And then I'm like, wait. That's gosh, hurting me more than no. her. Yeah, yeah, that's like yeah. more, pun- I mean, because I'll be honest, that's like, you know, when I get home from work, uh, these long days, like, I'll be like, how about we just, like, sit and watch Chill something for a, minute. for yeah, a little yeah. bit? Or, like, yeah. you know, when we have long car rides, like, here's your iPad, mm-hmm. like, you know? So I'm like, oh, I just yeah. I'm I've like, definitely don't want to have a lot of screen time, but also, like, There was I one time when, time. I don't even remember what kid it was, but there were some behavior issues going on, and I, like, threw out the, like, no, no, no TV this. for a week. And Gregory was like, are you, are you kidding crazy? me? Like, have why you did you say that? Mind? I but know. He, I, had, I, I don't know. I think it was Henry. But anyway, he ended up doing fine, like, getting, But you did know. you do fine? I mean, it was hard. Right. Yeah. 
um, yeah, I don't know. And I, I struggle with it because I feel like I kind of dangle it over them. Like, if you're good, you can have a show or, oh, you know, yeah. like if you, okay, let's like everybody clean up one room of the house and then, and, then, watch and then you can watch something, yeah. which is probably not what you're supposed to do. But um, I think they think of it as such a treat. Right. That. Well, that's probably good. I, you know, my I sister know. and I sometimes talk about this. Like, were your parents worried about screen time when you were a kid? Like, I don't remember my mom no. ever being like. Um, you've been watching TV for two hours and you're not allowed to anymore. Like that never, like, right. like no. it was just I like, never, there was no, yeah. like, con- there was no concept of it. Well, it just wasn't like Maybe a because thing. it wasn't like, we didn't have so many different platforms I don't then. Know. Like you couldn't also be on your phone and also be on your computer but and like all those things. Jen and I say that because it wasn't a thing, it wasn't like a thing. Like mm-hmm. we weren't always agitating to do it because it wasn't this like forbidden thing. It right, was like, right. You can watch TV or you don't have to watch TV, but it's not, like, this big special thing. And sometimes right. I wonder if that's not part of the battle. It's like, well, once it's you funny. turn it into this, like, exciting yeah. big thing, then it becomes this exciting big thing that you want to do, right? Yeah. I don't know. Well, and it's funny. We have some relatives that will go to their house, and they, you know, like, there's some people, especially older people, who just, the TV's always on. Yeah. Right? Like, it's just always on in the background. Yeah. Um, Always. And it's just such a funny, different yeah. way to live. Um, and I think, honestly, like, if we had, like, you know, sports or something like Gregory's watching golf or right. something on in the background. Right. They probably wouldn't care as much, but um, yeah, I I don't know. It, it did uh, to me when I was growing up. The biggest thing was like, don't watch MTV. Like, oh. don't watch this. Like, you yeah. can't see this movie until you're this age. Right. You know, those types of things right. more than the amount of TV. Correct. I think I think it's really because of all the different screens right. we have because now, now you can yeah. watch phones and iPads and mm-hmm. TVs and I mean, you know, there was no option although we did have this like sprinter van um, that you could pop in like VHSs in, but we oh, only wow. would take it on. Well, we would take it on like vacations. It would like we didn't yeah, take yeah, it to yeah. like, you know. That like, seems, that feels fancy. Uh, it was the least fancy vehicle you've ever seen it was like maroon it was we had like not, a volkswagen bus it was not fancy this was like yeah think more of that i mean actually yeah. a volkswagen bus like sounds much more well man, i don't know if it was a, no i guess it was a van i guess you called it a yeah van. but um anyway you know that like we haven't bought the kids ipads yet so it because i'm cheap well, but i know it's coming and this yeah. is why i like to like what, read these do, articles so do, and hear they, about this do they watch anything like when you're like do long car trips or what do they do what do they use? um we do have a kindle so we like have a thing okay. we can hook up in the car um but we honestly like we don't we have a lot of cds that are like story cds yeah. and they're really into those um the other hard thing about the kindle now that it's like right <laughs> it's like right over sam's head mm. And he's, like, facing backwards. And it, anyway, I just feel bad for him because it's, like, really loud. Yeah. And, like, he can't yeah. see it. And so I think, I think it's, like, frustrating down it. But I, they have other screen-type things. Sure. So River yeah. has an old iPad of Brian's. Um, work upgraded him. And so right, she, right. I mean, we didn't, like, actually go out and buy her an iPad. It just happened to be, like, an old, like, mm-hmm. hand-me-down one. So, Well, but, I say that to say that recently, literally, like, within the past month or so, I don't even remember which kid it was. One of the kids was like, so when are we getting an iPad? Oh. Like, I think they finally are, like, realizing that, like, their friends, their cousins, like, other people have, have iPads. iPads. Yeah. And it's funny to me, and I guess I should be grateful that it took till they were six and seven yeah. for them to yeah. be like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Like, <laughs> I feel like we're missing out here. Right. Like, like what we, about those iPads? And I do think there's, you know, there's obviously a lot of educational things you can do on them. Hmm. So I, I think guess. we'll have to do it at some point. I'm just yeah. wondering how long we can hold out before. If you consider... The Little Mermaid educational, then we're I all mean, about it. You know, <laughs> that's like River's like extent of. She was trying to talk to me about King Triton that she was going to bed last night, and and um, mm-hmm. who's the villain? 
Ursula. Ursula. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, okay, girl. Ursula is scary. She's, if you like, of all her, the villains, she's like way scary. The other day, she didn't want to go to the car wash because she was like, those oh, things are it. like octopus. Oh, and I was like, yeah. What are, why are octopus like scary? And then I she's like, like caught a, like, a yeah. portion of the Little Mermaid, mm-hmm. and I was like, mm-hmm. ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I yeah. understand now. Um, do you have a mom's face? I do. Mom's the word. This one, I think you're going to like this one. Um, okay. And I know you listening to this are going to like it because it's a pot, It's a podcast. Um, it's called Project Unabomb. Mm. Okay. So are you, I know like me, you like crime podcasts. Yes, you like yes, yes, yes. this true Anchor crime. Mom podcast yes. and then you like yes. true crime. I like crime. this one and then yes. everything else not like yeah. this one. Yeah. 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 Um, so sometimes I get sick of them. But I also am not like a self-help podcast person. You know these people who listen to. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, mm-mm, yeah, no, I can't I, do it either. No, I want like, yeah, I want like. Uh, Give me away from like reality correct. and like some crazy story right. that I can get into. Yeah, right. Uh, so this is Project Unibomb, and it's okay. about the Unibomber. I'm um, writing it down right now. Yep. Um, I it's I wondered about this because Apple TV has produced it, so it's possible that it's only available on your like Apple Podcast, but I can't be totally sure about that. You have an iPhone anyway, so you're good. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, you know, um, the Unabomber was, like, happening when we were young. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't know a lot of the details about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. They really dig deep into Ted Kaczynski. Um, the, one of the interesting things to me is they talk about how it was really, like, a well, women-centric, like, FBI team who really oh, got inside this know guy's this. head okay. and, like, really took him down. It talks about – the other thing that I thought was fascinating that I didn't realize is, like, people, previous suspects or suspects mm-hmm. that they considered before Ted Kaczynski, super mm-hmm. interesting. And lastly, they talked to Ted Kaczynski's brother. Mm. That relationship, really interesting. So it's it's definitely worth – Okay. I love it. Um, and yeah, it's. I'm in between podcasts right now, so I needed Project one, Unibomb. So, okay. I think you'll like it. It's it's um I I don't know if like you know a lot about the case, which I I feel like people our age do not. To be totally yeah, I honest. don't. It, it does. I don't know that it like breaks any ground. Like there's no new facts right, right, you're gonna right, learn, right. but it's just like behind the scenes details. Totally fascinating. I yeah. feel like I'm all about this. I mean, with like the documentaries, podcasts, on an event that like I just watched this documentary that I was super into similar thing like on 9-11 yeah and you know obviously we were I was in college when that happened but I just feel like you remember things differently as a kid or even a young adult and you're just not picking up on a lot of the things so then to go back on these like big historical things uh, moments and learn more I I love and maybe like as a journalist we love that I don't know but no it's um, um, remember the museum in DC did you mm -hmm, ever go there mm -hmm. so do you remember seeing Ted Kaczynski's like shack was in that museum. Do you remember oh, that? Uh-uh. Which they talk a lot about his his like little cabin in this podcast. And I remember just being like fascinated. It's not yeah. there. Of course, the museum closed and it's not there anymore. It's like mm-hmm. it's having university or something like that. But anyway, that I like remembered seeing that and being mm-hmm. interested. Mm-hmm. And but you're, I was like, you know, I think I yeah. might have been. I was like 22. I mean, how right, interested right. can you be in anything at that age? Right, so right. Project Unibomb. It's okay. Good. I'm gonna yeah. put it on my list. Okay. Um. Okay, second article of the day. It's from The Atlantic. Reporting on parenthood has made me nervous about having kids. I'm excited to be a dad someday, but after seeing how stressed and under-supported American parents are, I'm also apprehensive. This is a guy. I think it's funny. Um, when people ask me what I cover as a journalist, they are usually amused to learn that I write about parenting without having kids myself. That cracks me up. The fact is less amusing to me, but I typically just laugh along and say something about how the job is pretty useful preparation. 
And he talks about how it's certainly been really, like, very eye-opening, um, but it actually has him thinking twice about having kids himself someday. So he just right. kind of goes through um, just about some of, like, the specifics that really – and things that we already knew about. And remember, I think we even read this article. I think it was from The Atlantic mm-hmm. talking about how um, parents are less happy. Yes. Well, less to be, and also, you know, more parents are like, nah, maybe I'm not going to have kids. Right. You know? Right. Right. Um, and uh, he talks about what what worries him more than the inherent stress of parenting are the norms and policies that mm-hmm. seem to mm-hmm. set up to make it harder. I've written about how intensive parenting, a hands-on, highly involved approach to child rearing, has become a nationwide cultural idea in the U.S., so much so that it's, like, almost impossible to get away from it. Mm-hmm. And he also talks about, we talk about this a lot on the podcast, how the high expectations coupled with a lack of societal support here uh, in the U.S., in other words, like maternity leave, subsidies for like daycare and child care, mm-hmm. uh, all of that stuff makes, you know, being a parent really difficult. And then what else is he, um, he talks about, uh, he, what else, uh, just the financial burden, right. mm-hmm. the sleep the deprivation, mm-hmm. all of that. Um, which I think is funny because you're on paper, being a parent is just awful, but right? But you just keep doing it, yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. you did it four times. Well, but I think in general, like, these days we know how hard it's going to be, Yeah. right? We right. know that in the U.S. it's, uh, uh, you know, not the easiest place to raise kids oh. for all these reasons. Uh, one of the things I like that he said was it's high cost, high reward. Yeah. I'm not – I think oh. is so true. Yeah. Right? Like I wasn't gonna, sure where you were going. No, I think that's that's exactly what Yeah, that's like, it like nails it, right? Yeah. Like, yes, you're going to cost in many, on many levels, right? It's going to be a lot of money, but also a cost to you, a cost to your sanity, yeah, like your a cost to your sleep, health, a your cost sleep. to everything. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there is that high reward, or else why would we do it, right? Um, and the other thing that he said was talking about how people are frantic, parents are frantic and overwhelmed so much of the time. Yeah. But then he did say that the parents he talked to all agreed it does get better over time. Yeah. He, he So he talks to, like, another couple who I think are in, like, academia who have, like, a kid or children, right. kids, plural. And they talk about how parenting tends to get much less demanding over time. Um, kids get big pretty fast. This is what mm-hmm. the, can you hear? Mm-hmm. The, can I don't, I wonder if they're picking this up. If you're hearing any loud thumps, mm-hmm. it's the new studio. Remember Being we talked built. about this? They're building the new studio below us. I feel like we're in a construction Basically zone. Basically right construction now. zone, yeah. 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 Even though we're upstairs and like a couple a rooms away. A little cocoon, yeah. Yeah, there's still so a lot of So if you're noise. hearing all that pounding, that's what that is. Um, we're not going crazy in here. No. It's not us. No, no we're not away. pounding on the walls. Anyway, um, and basically these, these, this couple that had the kids say that, you know, you think, and I think when you're in it, it feels like, gosh, kids are little forever. But the truth is, is like, it feels like yesterday River was like a newborn and now she's in pre-K. Right. You know? Well, and I, I've been saying this to her, trying to say this to her a lot more lately. You know, we need to just try to enjoy it. Like, let, and a lot of it's on me. Like, I feel like I'm a very, like, I want my kids to have the routine. I want them to behave yeah. well, you know. But sometimes you just have to let it go. I know. And be like, you know what? Like, so what if we have an off day? Like, yeah. let's just try to have some fun with the kids and enjoy this time. Because I'm kind of realizing I think it's actually maybe a lot harder as teenagers. 
I think I mean, in obviously a different it's different way. And different. Yeah. But I don't think it gets any maybe what you're saying is it's not necessarily easier. Yeah, I just think it's different. And yeah. I think that there's something to be said for the little kids and the hilarious things they say yeah. and the way they're just so innocent and, you know, all of those things that are great about yeah. tiny toddlers. Yeah. Um so so our last article of the day is we want all want our kids to be happy, but what if they're not? Yeah. So this was interesting. This uh, author talks about um, realizing that her kid um, through school had this feelings journal mm-hmm. where they were um, uh, told to write down their feelings, their you know what they're mm-hmm. what they're feeling, what they're going through every mm-hmm. day, and the kid didn't really want to share it with his his mom, um, and she realized that it was almost kind of a fault of hers that she always wanted her kids to be happy and the kids didn't feel like they could say like you know what mom like I'm not happy today I had a bad day like I'm having a bad day they didn't didn't feel like they could admit that to the mom and she realized like maybe this is a fault of mine right like I do my kids always have to be happy um so I think I think there's a lot of wisdom there I think it's obviously hard because you don't want your kids to have bad days but they're going to and the point is Kind of, you know, and the kid even said, you know what, sometimes I'm fine not being happy. Because the mom wants to talk about the journal and read the journal. And right. the kid and basically says, like, mom, I sometimes I'm like, wrote you're not I gonna didn't, like I it. didn't feel yeah. like getting up in the morning, that like I had a bad day at practice and you don't like to hear that kind of stuff. Right. So she sort of reflects back, she has like all she listens to podcasts about happiness. Yeah, all like her all of her books are, are happiness. I yeah. thought this was really yeah. funny. She had a a um, oh, good vibes only, like a plaque in her like, yeah, yeah. office. That she like took down after like, all this. Uh, which, you yeah. know what? I appreciate because yeah. like, you know, good vibes only, like, well, sorry, because it's not always good vibes, right. right? Well, one of the quotes I liked is, but life is full of a million other feelings like disappointment and frustration and regret that help us learn and grow and that we simply cannot avoid. Um, and, you know, that's so true, right? There's all of these things, and you want your kids – how are they going to grow and right. learn to be adults if they can't learn how to deal with other feelings? Well, and especially if you're bottling them up, right? right? Like if you're not allowed to express your frustration and your sadness or whatever, I mean, that's not a healthy place to be either. It reminded me when Ella Ray was started kindergarten and, as we've said, was was, lear- was virtual learning at home with me every day, and she had her little school iPad. And the first thing they had to do every day was log onto the screen, and there was, like, all the different, like, emojis, like, different smi- like different faces, and you had to put which what you were yeah. feeling that day. And it was funny because I remember I would – kind of always you like, like glance over. Frown? Is that a frown? Yeah. Are you putting the yeah. frown? <laughs> and she like, you know, and and Ellery's a very happy kid, but there was times where she would say, you know, I'm kind of like, meh. Yeah. Or I'm really tired this yeah. morning. That yeah. was one that, you know, and you know, as as a mom, yeah, I'm like looking over her shoulder like, oh darn. She you're like, like didn't you, pick the like You're not tired. Super what? super happy smile yeah. face today. You yeah. know, like what did I do wrong? Right. Right. But yeah, people are going to be tired. People are going to have off days. Well, and it's a good lesson for all of us, Yeah, by the way, right? Is that God knows not – you just – like, that's mm-hmm. not life, right? Right. Is to be happy every single day. So. And sometimes it's like, how how great would it be if, like, that was an exercise we did at work? Right. Or so, you know, like, not, that might <laughs> – I'm, like, afraid to see, like, what some but, of the journals you know, would be at work. Sometimes, but yeah. sometimes it might be nice to be like, look coworkers like I'm here but like I'm it's a rough one for me well right like, like this is what I'm dealing with give me a little with. grace and like oh uh, well you know that saying you know? that like be nice to everyone you meet because everybody is fighting a, a battle have you right. heard that saying it's right. like you never know you just never ever know mm-hmm. yeah yeah 
So I think that's good advice for all of us. The, the feelings journal and remembering that we don't always have to be happy. Yeah. Happy, happy, happy. What a, I mean, maybe we should start a feelings journal. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's a good idea to just get it out there. We yeah. have, you know, we have a little like family journal, but I have to say we used to write in it all the time and yeah. now like I'll I'll go to make an entry and I'm like, "Oh, wow, we haven't written it's been since, a year or two <laughs> since I like had two kids." Like, whoops. <laughs> well, some things have changed since I've had time to write in this journal. We now have other children in the family. That's funny. That's funny. Uh, well, I mean, on that note, I think this is a good place um, for me to say that we're going to take a break here from the podcast. Yeah. Um, we, I am actually taking some medical leave. I'm going to have a hysterectomy um, about two, two weeks from today. Um, you guys, we talked about this previously on the podcast in the fall that I had that surgery to um, excise, uh, to take out some of that endometriosis. And just a reminder that endometriosis is when um, – like the tissues that line the uterus grow in other places. So I was having really painful periods, um, lots of bleeding, just miserable. So last fall, we, I had that surgery. Um, they put me on meds, and to be honest, none of it really worked. Um, and so since then, I've been diagnosed with what they call adenomyosis, adenomyosis, um, which is really similar. Some people have adenomyosis or endometriosis. Some people have both. And it's when basically that that same tissue that's in the uterus starts growing into like the muscular wall of the uterus. So the definitive cure for all of this is to have a hysterectomy. So yeah, that's the, you know, we tried, if you've been going through this, you may, you know, if you if you have endometriosis, you know, you try to have these medicines that basically just keep you from having a period. And I just was never able to, the meds never really worked. Um, and so this is, I'm hoping, will be the final cure. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to get off all these meds. These meds have and just feel, to feel good. awful side effects. Yeah. So, yeah, it's definitely not what I would have wished for myself. It's I'm not looking forward to it. I'm, I sometimes have, like, a really hard time talking about it. But you know, like a hysterectomy, it's a it's a really common surgery. It's just not what I would have like wished for myself at 39. Right. Well, we're proud of you and thinking yeah. about you Thanks, and guys. praying for you that yeah. everything's gonna go smoothly. And I just hope that this is like the last step and yes. that you can feel good and feel better. Yeah. You deserve that. You deserve yeah. to feel Thanks. feel better. And, and I know, you know it's been a rough journey. Right. So hopefully, and hopefully, this is like the final chapter in right. it. Um, right. I'll be out for about three weeks. So that means. We will get back to you in October. Yeah, sometime in October mm-hmm. before Halloween mm-hmm. as we um, get our – Don't get worry. Our... River already has her, like, costume picked out. Oh, my gosh. Out. I know oh, she does. girl, yes. What is, are yes. you? Can you tell? Um, she, so, Spoiler alert. So she was going to be a witch. Then she's going to be a cat. Now she's going to be a fairy. Oh, okay. Uh, stay tuned because we change our mind often. But I did go ahead and get the costume. So, oh, wow. I mean, I'm sure by the time we're back to podcasting in October, It'll it will be, be something like different. something else. But she has, she stuck with the fairy idea for like two, like the last two weeks. I love so. that you guys talk about it so early. Because River Chain, I mean, this girl is like a girl who like changes it. her outfits every 30 minutes. And so I have to like start mm-hmm. the process so that we have well, everything know, weeded out and ready to go. I think we've talked about this on here before. We have like a big bin of hand-me-down yes. costumes. I think my kids are getting too big for them. So oh, I think I might have to like no. actually buy costumes this year. Yeah. What was for last year? Oh, I was going to see if I had anything for like Bella. I don't know. She was Belle. I don't think 
I think we already have a bell, actually. We have a lot of princess dress up. Okay, well, I have a, I mean, if you, Um, should you need, be in need of another princess outfit? Well, anyway, we're we're jumping ahead to Halloween here. I know, sorry, sorry. um, This is, that's for another podcast. But we, uh, we wish you nothing but the best, Thanks, and I'll keep you guys posted. Um, I'm going to post not a lot about this on social media, um, just because. As you focus, like, uh, yeah, yeah, it's just a it's, weird it's subject. It's but very I did. Hard. I didn't feel like I could be on a mom podcast um, and not talk about a hysterectomy. And I know so. that every other mom going through this is grateful you're talking. Yeah, about Yeah, and I mean that's right? the thing is like if this helps anybody, um, you know, I've talked about my journey with endometriosis for a really long time, and I have wished for a very long time that I'm gonna cry a little bit. I wish that I was diagnosed sooner because it would have changed a lot of things for me so you know I hope that if you're listening and you have a daughter if it's yourself um that you're able to recognize some of those symptoms and um just opening the conversation yeah and and like I want you to be able to get treatment I don't want you to have to struggle with infertility and if that is you like I want you to get help and know that you don't have to you don't have to live like that so yeah yeah this is why I have trouble talking about this, but it's hard. Anyway, it's hard. It's very hard. Um, yeah, I'll keep. I mean, obviously, I'll keep you guys posted, and we'll talk in October. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We wish you nothing but the Thank best. Thank you guys. And I really do think it's gonna be the final step in a long yeah. journey, and you're gonna feel a lot better. Thanks. Um, okay, we will see everybody back here in October. Have a wonderful first month or so of school. And uh, we'll be back here to talk Halloween costumes before you know it. I can't wait. The fairy will be out the door. (laughs) I'll be giving, like, Bennett the fairy costume. Yeah, probably. Yeah, Yeah. we'll see. All right, bye, guys. Thank you. Ankle Moms, the podcast. Thanks for listening.